Today, we're going to talk about the Quid app. If you're not familiar with the Quid app, as far as what it is, digital collectibles is the name of the game over there. Before the whole NFT craze sort of came about, people have been collecting things, and this particular app has gamified digital collectibles in a way that was really fun, and I had a lot of hope for it. And as you know, if you've been listening to the show, I came into the whole Web3 NFT space as someone who was collecting digital collectibles. On the Wax blockchain, I was all about the blockchain heroes cards celebrating the heroes of Web3. So when I discovered this Quid app, I was so excited. But today I'm going to dive into why I truly believe the app is dead. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So, as far as what's going over here on the Quid app, as I said, they have gamified the collecting experience. There's different collections that you can fill out. There's check marks. There's trading. There's swapping and all sorts of different things that really made it fun to collect on the app. So when you're just collecting your NFT OpenSea type of collectibles, it's going to be completely different. There's no checklist. There's no sets and all sorts of things, especially if it is a generative project. However, those of us that came over from Wax are used to collections such as the top baseball cards which had their first nfts on the wax blockchain so the idea of collecting now these quid digital collectibles these cards was nothing foreign and that is the really the reason why i came over from the wax blockchain collecting these blockchain heroes that because they license all sorts of things within quid they have Disney partnerships and just name all these different IPs. And what brought me over, started collecting the blockchain heroes cards also on Quid. Now, they gamified the experience. When you first logged in, you'd get these points. And each time that you came back and more consistent you were, you'd get more points. And these points or coins, if you will, were redeemable for the collectibles. So that was cool. Gamify the people, try to get them coming back and forth. However, the thing that what happened with this is it was like a monopoly money type of thing, right? They were so much supply of these coins each time you logged in and purchasing NFTs was thousand or collectibles, I should say, they would later become NFTs because some of them have a mintable option, which would put them on the blockchain. But I'll get more to that in a second. So as far as gamifying this now, you're getting all of these tokens and what have you. And it was a weird experience in the sense that we're being flooded with quote unquote money, not actual cryptocurrencies that you can actually cash out and spend elsewhere, but you can use it on the app. So basically it was like an in-app credit. So these collectibles, these packs were in high supply. There was like millions of them for these particular cards and they were being put out. You could buy them with either fiat, meaning US dollars, or you could buy them with the tokens that were being provided each time you logged in or doing sort of all the activities on the app to really keep you there and engaged. Now, the thing with this is it gamified the people and got them hooked on this quote unquote free money. And it reminds me a lot of what happened with JCPenney. If you're familiar with JCPenney, it was a massive department store in the US. When I was in high school, that was just one of the biggest mall stores. Now they're bankrupt. Their customers were hooked on these sales. And if you went to JCPenney, you just knew that $40 jeans really weren't $40. You get a coupon, you get to the cashier. By the time the special price, the yellow tag and all that, you'd pay $8 for it. And that was how their customers were trained over time. So when the CEO changed about, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so ago, came over from Apple, had the idea of saying, why are we doing all this gimmicky pricing? Why don't we just label those pants $10 up front and have the customer know what they see is what they're going to get. Everyone's going to win. 
because the pricing is going to be low, affordable, rather than putting this big price tag up there and making people feel like they have to go get coupons and look for discounts. Great idea in theory, except that generations, if you will, of people were trained within the JCPenney ecosystem of having that discount, the surprise at the register. So when that happened, even though they're still paying the same $9 for those jeans, they just revolted. Sales, plummeted. They spent billions of dollars revamping stores, doing marketing, changing the logo, doing all this stuff. And the sales crashed and they quickly had to revert back to their old ways of couponing and those gimmicky pricings and what have you. So what happened with the Quid app, people were so used to getting those free rewards, those free tokens, if you will, and the high supply of these collectibles that it's like once that was taken away and then converted over into a dollar system where they just gave you a store credit and went away with that whole login, get free money kind of thing. The people stopped coming. Like the app just basically started to die at that point. Now, it was really crazy. Now, those people that were used to spending those tokens, those free money, they were now asked to use US dollars and buy these collectibles. These collectibles weren't the type of thing that you were trading and flipping and buying houses with. These are people that just like to collect things. So it was a very different ask, if you will. It was asking people to now fork out money for things that they were used to basically being paid to collect. So it was just a terrible idea. So as far as Animoca Brands taking over this thing for $100 million, I believe it was the acquisition price, and all these changes happening at the same time, combination with the NFT market going down, the interest of digital collectibles, it was just a, just a perfect storm, if you will. Not to mention, let's get to the whole NFT part now. As I said, this is an app that allowed you to collect things digitally, just very much like Fortnite skins or any other game of that nature, where it wasn't an NFT, but it was a digital asset, quote unquote, if you will, that could be only valuable within that app. So if that app went down, there was no more collectible, there was no more skin or that game. So one of the promises that it offered was the ability to have these mintable collectibles. So some of the collectibles, such as the Blockchain Heroes cards, would say mintable. And it was sold under the promise that within a few months, they were going to have the ability to mint these onto a blockchain. And most likely it was going to be the Wax blockchain. But that went by months, quarters, and almost two years. We didn't hear anything about it. All of a sudden, one day I get an email saying, hey, you can mint your NFT now. So I logged in and guess what? It was on Ethereum. So we have these high supply, very inexpensive NFTs, if you will, digital collectibles that now had the ability to be minted onto a blockchain. But with Ethereum being the blockchain of choice, the price of gas was probably more valuable than the collectible itself. So needless to say, we didn't mint them for the most part. And these things aren't selling for hundreds of dollars. Some of these are selling for 10 cents. So it just didn't make any sense to mint on Ethereum. If that wasn't enough, recently I received, actually a couple days ago, I received another email saying, hey, log back into the app and you will be able to get $10 reward. Awesome. Here we go. Free money again. But then I'm like, you know what? This is desperation. This is like a Hail Mary play. So those of you that are sports fans such as myself, Hail Mary, you're down by seven. It is five seconds left in the game. You have one more play. You can't get tackled inbound. So what do you do? You just drop back and throw up a pass and hope for the best. Maybe it gets into the end zone. Maybe you score, have a tied game and have opportunity to go to overtime. You're just launching it up there and hoping for the best. And I believe this was their Hail Mary. And if you are a basketball fan, not a football fan, this would be like that half court shot, right? That buzzer beater. You're just throwing it from the other end, hoping for the best that it goes in and you can get a tie or a win, whatever it is. So 
I don't really care if it's a sports analogy that you're used to or whatever it is. Basically, this was a desperation move. Really, it was. And once I get there, I log in, of course. Who's going to turn down free $10, right? So I log in, and I see that it expires in seven days. So the interesting thing with this is not only are they paying me to come back to the app, but they're also giving me seven days to spend it. Now, what am I going to spend it on? I start to look around through the catalog. I mean, what is for sale? It's nothing of interest to me at this point. So most likely what I'm going to end up doing is just purchasing something just because, I mean, I have seven days. This is like a stimulus package, which if you're following the whole development of CBDCs, uh, central bank digital currencies, and any kind of skepticism about it. This is one of the things that is a benefit, if you will, to the government. I'm not praising CBDCs, by the way. I'm just saying one of the pros that they're going to use for this is to be able to stimulate the economy. Now, what they do over in other countries uh, that have already adopted CBDCs is they will put an expiration date on these stimulus packages, if you will. So basically, you pour this money into the economy and spend it within seven days or you lose it. So what's that going to do? Make people go out and spend and so forth. And you can basically program these dollars. That's what they did with the store credit. It is programmed to expire in seven days. So if I don't get this at collectible within seven days, it goes back to zero. I don't have anything. So I'm just going to end up just buying something. I don't really see anything of it. Interest. So most likely what I'm going to do is just buy something from someone, an individual. I don't know if they're going to allow them to cash that out because I know I can't cash out the store credit. But if I buy it from a user, that's what I'm going to figure out. Will I get the ability to make that purchase from someone who has it on the secondary market and then they're able to cash that out? That'd be pretty cool. So it'd be like I'm giving that $10 to a real person that can then cash it out and it's a win for them. But as far as me, most likely I'm just going to be buying something that I don't really care about. But whatever. They gave me $10 and I'm going to do that. So as far as what's going on with the Quid app, man, I... I'm it's dead. I really don't think this is something that could be resurrected. And if they're at that point right now where they're throwing up Hail Marys, if this doesn't connect, I truly believe it's game over. They're not going to overtime. It is a bear market. People have lost interest. They have not really delivered the mintables in a timely fashion. And I truly believe that the market just moved on, just lost interest in what's going on over on the Quid app. And it's unfortunate. I thought they had some great ideas. I think where they went wrong is too high supply. They were giving out too much tokens, if you will, as far as these coins that weren't really valuable. And they were just hooking people on cheap, free money, whatever you want to call it. And I don't think they just really fostered that interest for people to come back for any other reason than they're paying them. And now they're actually doing it rather than with these tokens, they're doing it with store credit for 10 bucks. So the same thing, trying to win them back. But I think the ship has sailed. But love to hear your thoughts on that as far as what you think is up with the Quid app. If you're a user, please feel free to let me know. As usual, you can reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter or using contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.